0: Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Rising Suns podcast. Uh as always, uh Luke is here with us.
1: Hello. How is everyone doing? I'm doing alright. Pretty this good, pretty good. Part of 2023. Heck yeah.
0: And we are joined tonight by a friend of ours, uh Clayton.
2: Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure.
0: Oh, it's Oh, the pleasure is ours, so Luke, would you mind uh, going into the topic we're, we have for
1: tonight? Yeah, so today's episode is going to be our first foray into music, and the music genre we're going to be covering would be the rock and roll from between the 70s through the 90s. Uh, our guest speaker, Clayton, is a big fan of this era, and me and my brother, both Big fans. Given our parents have a lot of different albums, and in fact, my brother I think has some of the albums we've gotten from my mom. So uh, I have
0: a working record player, and they do not.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you know it it was smart sense to why don't we give it to the kid that has a record player? He can at least use Uh, it, right?
0: Wouldn't say give. You know, I just found them laying around, and you know nobody was using them. I'm just holding on to them
1: i will say records it's crazy that's a medium that's come back uh it's kind of crazy to see an old technology still have its pros uh versus a lot of the digital media um and it's even outlived a lot of other stuff that's just bad and no one will ever go back to like a set tape yeah tapes yeah yeah yeah.
2: there's just something special about being able to hold a vinyl and smell it and Maybe lick it and put it down and just just well, play.
1: It's really about that get texture. your
2: tongue in them grooves.
1: But <laughs> it, like, serious talk, you do make a good point. The uh, that doesn't decay. A record doesn't decay sitting there, unlike tapes do. Cause, mm-hmm. uh, this is an issue with VHS tapes as well as cassettes. The uh, silver nitrate that they use on the film, it slowly decays over time, especially with exposure to the elements. So... Even if you have something man. sealed away, a you know, hundred years from now, it it wouldn't work because this the filament and the film would come apart. Whereas your record, it's it's a pretty hard substance. As long as it's taken player. care of. As long as it's taken care of, right? Yeah, as of anything, you know. But yeah,
2: that's wild. So I honestly that, didn't know that,
1: Luke. No, yeah, it's a very hardy medium, and that that's why it's really coming back because the sound clarity you get from it, uh, well, being so- analog is is still better than it's digital funny. in some aspects.
0: It's it's funny that you say that because I've also looked into that and a lot of the stuff I've read have actually said it's basically kind of inconclusive if like one like either a record or like you know a digital media sounds better than the other. I mean, so like I like records, but it's funny cuz I'm not going to sit here and be like, "Oh, yeah, it just sounds better, man." I just like I just like the records for like like uh, the act of, you know, putting the needle on and like watching it spin and like, uh, you know, taking it in and out of the sleeve is fun because, you know, especially because a lot of the album art, you like, you, you really appreciate album art a lot more when it's like this big, like foot by foot square in your hand. It's literally like you're holding like uh,
2: a piece I mean, of history.
0: It's yeah. a piece of art. It's a piece, piece of, of art. It's art. <laughs> <laughs> on an album
2: Both metaphorically hey, you know, that's that's great, man that's a good point what
0: I think I really um broke some new ground here
2: yeah, we should call it something different, maybe art on an album or something something man. a little more catchy, but yeah, that's a good point it it is it's like you're holding the artist's portrayal of 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 their work right and the and the thought and the The mindset that went behind that that work that they made. You know, like take Tool's albums. I know Tool really isn't, you know, rock, you know, as we know it, but it's more progressive. But, you know, some of their albums have like a magnifying glass, you put your eyeballs in and you're supposed to look at it at an angle and I imagine you need to be, you know, on a hallucinogenic to actually (laughs) get the proper experience. Open the
0: third, fourth, and fifth eye.
2: Yeah, yeah. Correct, yeah, third eye. Third eye. But uh as a good reference. But yeah, um I, I feel like a lot of those bands back in the day, primarily rock, you know, had that had that mindset. Um so yeah, just thanks for having me, guys. Uh I'm looking looking at our outline here and I'm I'm thinking, okay, yeah, cool. What would you guys classify tell people we have an outline, silly? Oh no, I'm the guest. I can I can break through the dimension, can't I? For the, the first time
0: wall. in Rising Suns history, we have broken the fourth wall. <laughs> We've
2: been outed. Sorry, folks.
0: We'll have to put a spoiler on the episode if, um, you know, we don't want to break continuity. Don't don't listen to this episode.
2: Yeah, just say, just title this. Don't listen. It's not worth it. Clayton's our guest speaker. Something like that. Mm. Um, don't tell but,
1: Wyatt. He might just do that.
2: Uh, yeah, I believe that. I believe that. So, Rock. We're, we're here to talk about Rock. We're here to rock, gentlemen. Um, what a rock,
0: Rock,
1: Rock.
2: That reminds me of that Spongebob episode. I don't want to take a huge turn here, but do you guys remember that Spongebob episode where he's battling with the guitar? and he's Well, saying, which one? You well, mean the
1: movie? talking about the movie? Or are you talking, talking about, about the whole he, movie? When he was at the beach and he ripped his pants. <laughs>
2: I'm talking shoes. about the movie. Yeah. No, I was. Uh, yeah. I was <laughs> thinking. In the high been... heels. <laughs> yeah. High
1: platform shoes. Wizard yes. outfit. <laughs> Funnily enough, that really is like what you would see at a rock concert. The, co- the kind of costumes and get ups they have half the time is part of the spectacle.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Flawless that's- transition there, Luke. That was good, Luke. I like how you brought that full circle. So let me. Let's bring it back to rock. Thanks, Luke. Um, so for me, what I would classify as rock, that's, uh, that's kind of a hard and an open-ended question. I, I really think... I don't
1: would it, would it be the instruments? Would it be anything with the lyrics, do you think? Because I know there's a lot of subcategories to rock,
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: but what would be, like, in the genre of saying, yeah, that's rock and roll versus, you know, pop music, like, I consider... You know, Michael Jackson was pop. That that definitely wasn't
2: rock. Yeah.
0: Or even earlier, you know, what what separated rock from, you know, like the blues. Because that's oh, really yeah. were.
2: I can talk about up. this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so a little backstory about me. I don't know if i Wyatt, why you know this. Luke, I'm not sure you know this, but my Probably not. My, <laughs> I don't know my, who you are. My oh, first yeah, I'm a stranger. My first experience with music uh just like most kids was in high school and you know i did the the middle school band right and i i quickly moved what? from being the the trumpet guy right oh you didn't
1: start the recorder like everyone else in third grade
2: <laughs> no <laughs> well, I, didn't. I might have messed around with the recorder but you know that was just a little experimentation in third Wait, grade
1: tell me you started out
0: uh with the trumpet
2: yeah so yeah no so, way great bro so you
0: know so, i played trumpet right
2: yeah, I remember you told me that. That's why I said... I'm pretty and you shooting. were able to
0: change to percussion?
2: Yeah, so... Yeah, yeah. See,
0: yeah. I... Yeah, I wanted to do that, but my band teacher wouldn't let me because he knew I'd just fucking screw around
2: with the drum line the whole time. Well,
1: oh, finally, not if you still just screwed around with the last half anyway. Well, I did.
2: Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you just I'm sorry, I... You're going to screw around regardless. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no where that's the beauty booking. of being a drummer. But yeah, I did... Sixth, seventh grade, I was... A trumpet of his first chair for a little bit humble brag Ooh, then, first chair. yeah yeah that's pretty good Then i tried out for percussion i uh i got some drumsticks that were like handed down from you know someone in my family that i'd never met and i like took them started like playing around at the house and then got some sheet music to practice and expect my interest got my first practice pad and you know, that was my real first experience with percussion writ large. Uh, I got got in there seventh grade and then stuck with it all through high school. Did marching band, jazz band, symphonic band, concert band. I was a band geek, except I was a drummer so I really wasn't a band geek.
0: Yeah, you, Exactly, because you were a rocker at heart.
2: I was a rocker and I rocked hard, man. Um, needless to say, all all the music i was exposed to at the time were artists you know, this was before i started looking at jazz band because we're talking about the beginning of of kind of where rock and roll took that birth and the turn of jazz to to rock and roll and, and other mm-hmm. genres um Yeah, you know, a lot of the bands that influenced me at the time were the bands my my dad listened to so a lot of the rock ones were you know led zeppelin um and I, wouldn't say Pink Floyd, but some people would say Pink Floyd, you know? Uh, I like Pink Floyd. Yeah. Metallica, which is hard, more hard rock, oh, most, yeah. like metal, some people would say. Um,
0: well, okay, so why aren't they metal? What makes them hard
2: rock? Well, because they're, uh, I guess it's subjective, or if you want to Google it and look it up on Google and say, what's, what's the genre it's of like, Metallica? aren't
0: they one of the, well, I don't know. They were pretty popular at the time. I mean, okay, so they're still popular, obviously. But when they came That's out, you know, they were probably like the popular metal band, you know? Like when, when average people think metal, they probably thought Metallica. So, like, are you saying it's not, it's
2: not metal enough to no, be metal? No, I don't think it's rock. <laughs> okay. I think it rocks is metal, but I don't think it's rock. Well, so you think it is metal? Yes. Mm-hmm. You said it was hard rock. I said some people would classify it as hard rock, but I okay. think it's more metal.
0: Oh, well, so you're thinking those people are like the hardcore, like metalhead, like doom metal people, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, because cause okay. being a drummer, you know, you hang around, there are drummers that can play certain things, and there are other drummers that can only play one thing, and really like that one thing a lot. Yeah. And I got to meet some some people like that, too, but... Those were some a couple influential bands I listened to, but when I started actually playing drum set uh, outside of just percussion stuff in high school, I did jazz band, and, and jazz band, I really learned a lot more about playing with the band and understanding your role as a drummer in a band, and this is where I learned a lot about influential jazz drummers. So uh, one... Very influential jazz drummer, I think, that bleeds into a lot of popular rockers in you know this era of what the 70s and the 90s, and even today, is uh, Buddy Rich. Buddy Rich. Uh, if you guys are familiar with the band Rush, Buddy Rich uh, actually... Spirit of Radio. Yeah, that's a good song. Buddy Rich taught Rush's drummer, Neil Parrott, um, some jazz ace stuff because at one point when Rush was playing uh, Neil was, if you, and even if you listen to the beginning of their music, like, Neil was good he was always good it's unrefutable, like, you cannot say that Neil Peart was not good but at one point, he admitted in interviews that he had felt stagnant in his playing, like, he didn't know where to go from there he didn't know what to do. Uh So he went back to the basics and jazz is a lot of the basics of drumming because a lot of the purpose of jazz playing as a drummer is to drive the band and lead the band, but you're not always the loudest one. Mm-hmm. Whereas in some bands <clears throat> like say Metallica, like Lars Ulrich, very talented musician. He has no problem being loud and being noticed as a drummer. Yeah. But if you course. listen to like, the Chili Peppers, Chad Smith, you know, the dude that looks like Will Ferrell. Chad Smith is, uh, he's not by any means the kind of guy you say, oh, yeah, that guy's a very skilled drummer. But the Chilis have some great sounds, and he doesn't need to stick out to make that band, if that makes sense. So that's kind of what I took as, is, is like, jazz's influence in rock and roll. It's like a lot of the good drummers, you Neil know, Peart, Um, the Chili's drummer, look at Rage Against the Machine, their drummer, very talented drummer, Travis Barker, Blink-182, a little more pop. Um, a lot of them have jazz teachings. They actually went and learned how to play jazz before they started playing or while they were playing. So in short, Luke, how did it take the turn from jazz to rock? I have no idea. I think some dudes just drank some beer and, and started playing, uh, playing the guitar a little louder with a little more distortion. And then they, uh, they discovered it
1: bit more, bit more. I'll, See, I'll believe that. <laughs> I'll believe that. I mean, like a third of all lyrics is usually, you know, drugs and then you got sex and then you got rock and roll.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the, the baseline I always found it to be is generally the, how you're playing the guitar. Usually you have the electric guitar, so you get that reverb and you get that volume a lot more. And then usually you need to have a, a drummer to keep the, the pace, uh, but really from there, you know, there's bands that have added other instruments sometimes. Uh, I as crazy as like a harpsichord in addition to the main band soundtrack. Uh, and I've, I've always liked the variety that you can find in rock and roll. And I, I think it's cool that you pointed out that a lot of the well-known bands that, that did really well, they, they had traditional teachings. Well, in this case, it was, you know, being as a jazz drummer, they able to apply and understand part of that music theory. And then you go, how can we stretch this out to make it something unique, something to make my own? And uh, it's always cool to learn that because sometimes a lot of people think music just comes from a like a vacuum. Uh, but a lot of times it's people, you know, the classical stuff or what came before and kind of using that as the foundation to build off from that. Oh
0: yeah, of course.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's like any, anything that is yeah. created. It's a lot well, of Oh yeah,
1: that's, that, that's what you would think is common sense. but A lot of people just think it's like, oh yeah, a guy just has an epiphany one day and then bam, he just, just bangs out something yeah. like, oh, Bang out, he just dude.
2: wrote Stairway to Heaven uh, taking a shit <laughs> yeah.
1: but I know for me growing up uh our parents they had a lot of their favorite CDs and it'd be, I think it rotated between like 5 and 8 CDs in the car oh, so yeah. Your I mean, Queen CD the Queen is queen like greatest hits. our head Tom Petty Tom Petty uh, oh. Super oh yeah Breakfast in America. Uh, I always like Super Tramp. Just oh yeah, Super Tramp was good. good Yeah, they just always have a goofy voice. Um, Mm -hmm. And then what? What would you guys consider? ELO. Do you think they would be rock? They're rock, but
0: they're kind of like electro. I know they're like electro kind of rock. You know. Yes. Because they were kind of like um, ELO, and then there was another one, um. Who are the guys who did uh, Don't Bring Me Down? Who did that? Is that ELO too?
2: Uh, there's a couple yeah. songs named Don't Bring Me Down. There's one by... That's uh... probably also ELO. Maybe...
1: You got Chumba Wumba. Don't...
2: It's tub thumping. When you knock Tub, down. Thumpin', thumpin', yeah. tub yeah. yeah. That's a good
1: one. that one. Ch- People don't believe me when I tell them that's the name of the song. <laughs> it, <laughs> it, it is thumpin It there. is Electric Light
0: Orchestra, bro. Yeah,
1: yeah see
2: that's what they, it is they
1: actually have a wide range so it's it's kind of funny to listen like two other songs next to each other like that's not the same band they're blue but sky really. is
2: good yeah. there's another um, song called don't let me down by 311 but that's that's obviously not the same band so we're not yeah. probably probably gonna hear that one but no oh.
0: i definitely think they're rock just what
1: about abba
2: pop pop
1: yeah, that's, that's which what is figured. good, Pop.
2: They were big in what, like the early 70s, right? 80s, 80s, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I want to say, give me a second, <laughs> I'm a just going to consult my parents. head real quick. Yeah, yeah, I'll look inside my head real quick. Uh,
1: 1972
2: oh, is when they formed in Stockholm. Okay, yeah, that's cool. So
1: What's great about them is they never stop being popular. Sure. Uh it's the funniest thing though in college, my college campuses, it's it, that's usually some of the music I'd have uh playing and people would stop by. It's like, You you like ABBA? I'm like, Yeah, who doesn't, dude? <laughs> like, it's like almost like a trope of like either to be a woman or a gay man to like ABBA. And it's
2: like, <laughs> yeah, it's a great guy. It's like not that there's anything wrong with that. But yeah,
1: no, I'm not saying there is. Yeah. I'm just like the stereotype is like dude, they got good music, dude. I don't know what's your problem.
2: Yeah, I'll music's fucking bump music, some that man. Off. Yeah. There's
0: a song I got on my uh, on my saved list on uh, freaking Spotify. It's pretty good. What is it? Let me pull it I don't up. I Pull it up, man.
2: Um, is it Dancing Queen?
0: Uh, gimme, gimme, gimme. That's a good one.
1: I'm surprised it's not Money, Money, Money.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's another good one. No, A Man After Midnight. That's a good song.
1: But I. It's not it, rock, it's, though. It's not rock.
2: It's, it's not, not rock. rock. No. Hey, we're this, this is just a music is not mob, rock. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a music episode, guys. No. Well,
1: yeah. well no, we're being focused. If we can't change the topic mid episode,
2: Clayton. <laughs> just kidding. That's not. Yeah. Just kidding, guys. Yeah.
1: Uh, the tangents oh, yeah. are part and parcel of the podcast. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not serious. Rock. <laughs> I'm not serious. I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> just just get out. No, no, I that. will say,
2: uh, I, I listened to the wrestling podcast as a, you know, before debuting as a guest here. <clears throat> and um, I was very impressed with your guest speaker, uh, your buddy from Rise and Sun, Wyatt. Uh, the- shout out to Daryl. Daryl. Shout out to D-Man. Did the
1: research. I, I only knew maybe like a small modicum. Amount about that subject, Mm -hmm. but uh that man lives, breathes, eats, wrestling wrestling.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) I thought it was pretty serious. It was yeah. It was a good treat. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think my favorite childhood memory of of rock and roll uh was was being in my my dad's eighty eight Mazda pickup. Granted the year is like early two thousands. (laughs) And I think I've been in that pickup too. <laughs> you have, yes, yeah. <laughs> and this song comes on, and I'm like, "Wow, this sounds really cool." And he turns it up, and he's like, "Yeah, I I listened to this in the Mojave Desert once, Clayton." And I'm like, "Wow."
1: And he turned and it up more, and it was
2: he was there. It was "Cashmere" by Led Zeppelin, and I was like, "Wow, that's oh, badass, Christ. man." Um, but yeah, that that's definitely a childhood favorite. And you know, you guys mentioned, both of you mentioned kind of like being in the car with your parents or being at home and then using the same five CDs or five cassettes. Mm-hmm. I used to remember hearing Three Doors Down at the rapid rate in my childhood. Uh, uh-huh. Alanis Morissette, because my mom would always listen to that. Oh, nice. Billy Idol, you know, like, jeez, uh, So many like older bands that to bring back memories that I now have in my library and it just makes me think of my childhood, you know. Did
1: did we ever have the Who? Was that something you Oh guys yeah. Had we had the Who. Okay. My parents I think that was definitely part of Dad's
0: Yeah, uh, they rock. had Who music. Nice. So it's funny oh. thinking back on a lot of childhood rock. It's uh, interesting cuz um this might be a little unexpected, but my dad or Luke and I's dad actually had a lot of like uh, Green Day and Offspring that yeah, he got, yeah, and he had that on his uh, little MP three, like not iPod MP three player, like, a Zoom and, a
2: Sansa? You know. like one of those. I don't yeah, even know a, what
1: it, it was. A Sony MP three. <laughs> yeah, I had one of those. Yeah, yeah I exactly.
0: like that
2: entertainment you know? system. Okay, cool.
0: And yeah, that that was a a really cool exposure to like you know the more um more modern rock, you know, because. Obviously, we listen to a lot of classic rock, you know, because that's all the stuff that, you know, he listened to when he was our age. But, you know, when he started getting into some of that, you know, 2000s-ish, you know, uh, I guess 90s, 2000s.
1: Like more like indie, you'd say?
0: I wouldn't say indie because I don't think Green Day is indie.
2: <laughs> well, they're not. But I, mean, like, um, I would say The Offspring is like, kind of like progressive rock. Yeah, like, and they're they're in yeah. like the same vein of they like System of a Down, you know, like
0: oh yeah, no, I wouldn't say that. They're like a little lighter than that.
2: Well, yeah, yeah, not, yeah,
0: not a bad way. No,
2: because
0: I, I love Offspring.
2: Yeah, they definitely don't get as hard or like as political. I would say System of a Down. Yeah. No, but yeah, they're good. So. Yeah. I'd
1: add them to my list because I, I don't know who those are.
2: Clayton. System of a Down.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, they're they're really good, what, man.
1: What's what's their like? Uh, give me two big hits? Chop Suey. Uh, you know,
2: big hit.
0: Byob. Byob. Aerials. Yeah, aerials. Two aerials, honestly. That's probably one of their. I think the only one. One of my that favorite that ones.
1: Chop Suey. I'll uh. I'll get back. Yeah, to you Chop
0: Suey's like the stereotypical like. Oh, Sisters of Down, Chop Suey. Oh, yeah, man.
2: You know, I got exposed to them through Rock Band 1.
0: Oh, nice. Oh, my gosh. Guitar
2: Hero. How can we we not
0: even plan on talking about Guitar Hero and Rock Band? I wasn't
1: wasn't sure because their albums stretched out a really long period, so I didn't know if that was going to be out of focus or not. Oh, oh, no.
2: That's in focus. It's in focus now. And... You can I'm changing the, the rules halfway through the episode, <laughs> and I can say this is outline, 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 outline. Yeah. Uh...
0: <laughs> but no, yeah, Rock Band and Guitar Hero definitely opened us up to a whole plethora of, um, like, early rock. You know, late, like, I don't know, just a lot of good stuff from Guitar Hero.
1: It's it, it was definitely, like, a cool way to dip your toe into a lot of different genres and, like, kind of exactly. forcing you to play, especially when you're going through the campaign. Mm-hmm. And then you find gems of, like, I've, I've never heard these guys before. Ah. And then you go and listen to, like, two albums. And it's mm-hmm. like, shit, man, this is great. When bought that. Perfect example. Oh, yeah,
2: exactly. Dragon Force. No one ever realized. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Until you played Through the Fire and Flames on Guitar Hero. And you were like, yeah, dude. That song literally wrecked my life. I can't do it on X. Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> it's like compared to just that song, and it's like such a banging band name too, Dragon Force. It's like, how would you not know them?
0: <laughs> that song is good. That song is good. But then the minute you look them up, you realize they have like so many other like songs that exact same. better songs. <laughs> better songs. Well, they're not the exact same. <laughs> I mean, well, some people like that in a band. Oh yeah.
2: You know? intense, intense not, guitar exactly like, it's
1: experimental
0: because i tell you what it's annoying sometimes when i hear a song that i like really like from like a particular artist mm. i and then i go and i look up their album or i look up them and i literally none of their other songs sound like that it's like okay well i guess i'll just listen <laughs> to this song
1: <laughs> So you think that's like a syndrome though of like being a one-hit wonder because i know a lot of bands, not just particular to rock, but really any genre in general, you run into where it's like, yeah, they had really one good song, and the rest of anything else, like, I don't want to listen to anything else. Yeah. yeah, it's the one good song.
0: It's tough. Yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough gig for sure. It's,
1: it's not easy writing an album that people like all the songs to, and that's like something for Tom Petty I've always liked. Oh my gosh, I, yeah. I, I can't really tell you a bad song from him. Um, no. And then going into my personal favorites, and this is because I'm a freaking orchestra nerd. The uh, I love Meatloaf, <laughs> I, I love the orchestration, yeah. the music writing he does for that, and you know, perfect way he described himself. So yeah, we're doing rock operas, man, <laughs> That's we're
2: awesome. do,
1: we're doing a whole fucking play per song. So it's like, I um, I know some people. Don't like. I got a roommate that's like, if a song goes on for more than three minutes, she's like, I I can't listen to anymore. You lose interest, and it's like, I, I I don't know, man. If if the instrumentals are great, if their lyrics are awesome, I'm like, you're you're really missing
2: out. Yeah, me and Clayton,
0: you know, both listen to Tool, and it's like
2: (laughs) that. That hits me on a on a different level of of. You're like uh, you're
0: blocking yourself out of so much music.
2: Yeah, but you know, like Wyatt and 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 luke too like a lot of people are like that i mean they just they need to be consistently engaged you know in what they're doing or they lose interest not that there's anything wrong with that it's just some people are like that and it's a lot of people hey you know it is what it is yeah i i like to listen to my music i mean another example have you guys ever heard of dream theater you know Luke, you mentioned uh, rock operas. Have you ever listened to Dream Theater before?
1: I have not.
2: Yeah. Uh, check those guys out. Um, there's a couple songs you might be interested in. I mean, these songs, mind you, are like 14 and a half, you know, 16 minutes. Some of them. <laughs>
1: Dude, I listen to video game soundtracks. So <laughs> I, I, think, I think
0: I can. <clears throat> yeah
2: out a test album or something like only
0: that. under is that their like best one or their top song uh
2: a Nightmare to remember is one of my favorite songs. I actually used to be able to play that on drum set I had to buy oh, extra nice. drums to be able to play that song because there's so many well, that's so many drums in that song, yeah, that their drummer is another f- fantastic drummer, but um yeah I
1: think everyone can relate to panic attack. People have those all the time.
2: Mm, yes, they do. That's a good <laughs> point.:
0: <laughs> Oh so they're pretty new ba- or they're like a pretty new band, huh? Good dream?
2: Yeah, uh, yeah. I think they really started getting popular in the early 2000s-ish, I think.
0: Oh, well, I don't see any of their older albums. It's not showing. Oh, uh, or maybe I'm just looking at the, the damn thing wrong.
2: Yeah, whatever. I think I'll I'll look at yeah, that Yeah, yeah. So progressive metal is their genre. So not really rock, but
0: uh, they well. So are they've we changed. gonna say that metal isn't rock? I think metal rocks. Yeah, it does rock, but it's not. Yeah, because like I'd like to think rock is like the top of this is like you know the tip of the tree, and well, then more like there's the trunks, right? there's a trunk, the trunk, the trunk exactly
2: i think there is a a fine line in between the sub genres of because you know you've got the the big genres like rock pop uh, alternative whatever and then you've got like progressive rock
1: whatever the hell country progressive is oh
2: yeah yeah who knows what that is
1: um i fucking don't know
2: <laughs> yeah it's not You listen to my
1: country today, and it's like, that's not, like, the shit I grew up with in the 90s. It's it's different between,
2: like, Johnny Cash and pop country, you know?
0: I mean, but honestly, Luke, the country we were listening to when we were younger, at least, you know, the stuff that our parents liked, it's like, that was the beginning of country today. That was, like, the... because.
1: It's weird because I don't like the country of today. It's I mean like, I don't know. So for me it's not engaging most of the time.
0: No, yeah, me neither. I'm not a huge country guy. I mean, I'll listen to it. I'm not gonna I mean, I don't know. I might Either throw a history it, boring, depending the, the in
1: Instrumentation it. is too derivative and simple, so I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's just kinda
1: it's as unengaging from rap to me in a lot of cases. Exactly.
2: <laughs> really digress. Anyways, as we were saying, gentlemen. Oh, rock. I rock
1: I'm rock and metal. I, I want I wanna know what yeah. makes metal not rock I do
2: too, bro. And really I, do I don't know.
1: It's on the tip of my head, But it's just this gut this gut feeling. I just it's wrong. I can't tell you. Here's the thing, wrong. I think
2: there's just such fine lines in between like things like progressive metal and progressive lock rock. Oh, excuse me, not lock. But like what is the determination? I don't know. Is it The Speed? No, because they are fast rock songs and slow metal songs. I mean, look at Anjustice for All. That thing has all crazy time signatures oh, yeah. by Metallica, right? Oh, you mean that hard rock band? That hard progressive rock band. <laughs> but yeah, like they, they've got all, all kinds of weird stuff. But honestly, I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means to differentiate <laughs> the two this is labels just to have the label i think it's just yeah i think it's just a label to be like yo this is metal bro here take this album music is in the ear of
0: the beholder
2: it's in the ear hole of the individual listening to it yes it's in their ear hole (laughs) but is there like all right no yeah I, i i get
1: that um I know a scary thing for the audience. If you are ever interested, if you look at the Wikipedia page of rock and roll, you go down a rabbit hole of like fifty subgenres, and it's like, holy shit! I don't know what I'm reading anymore. <laughs> We're gonna talk about all
0: fifty of them in this episode,
2: starting <laughs> with number
1: yeah, no. thirty-two, which would be glam rock, no, cl- glandular oh. rock.
0: That's um, those are the guys who sang that song from uh, SpongeBob. <laughs> What were they called? Twisted Sister? Was that Twisted Sister?
1: Yeah, that is that is Twisted
2: Sister. Good, Which good song. job. <laughs> I guess is what I would ask.
1: I want to yeah, rock. I want to rock.
2: Yeah.
0: And then yeah, um, they had another song that was uh, big.
2: What was their other not, we're not gonna big song? It. Well, no, it's they something else.
0: Well, that is a good song by is them. Is that them? Um, well, I thought that was. I think quiet, it is. Right. Nope, that's them. That's their. No- I want to rock. Um, we're not going to take it.
1: Yeah, we're not going to take it. Yeah, I always, for whatever um, stupid reason, I always thought that was Kiss for the longest <laughs> time. I felt really stupid. Just like when I found okay. out when I was five, because for a while, when, when we would listen to Tom Petty in the car, my parents would always let me call it Tom Penny, because that's what Tom it penny. sounded like to me. Because I knew what a penny was, but Petty's not a not a word you really know until you're older. Like, oh, someone's being that's good petty. Be petty. So... I finally saw the jewel case because my parents asked me to change out the CD and I read it. I'm like, that's not Tom Penny. That's petty. And I look at my dad. I'm like, you let me say it wrong for three years. He's like,
2: yeah, I thought it was funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That sounds like your dad. (laughs) That's pretty funny.
0: I mean, it is funny.
2: Tom Penny. (laughs) Talk about Tom Penny, man. We're all sitting here now looking. That was it. Lazer Wyatt's house uh, a couple weeks ago, in an undisclosed location. Oh, that's cool.
0: Um, yeah. Classified information. Well, somewhere in undisclosed in
2: location, deep in the boonies of somewhere, and uh, <laughs> <I> somehow <laughs>
1: that—that'd be Rising. Sun. Yeah, what are you in Rising about? Sun,
2: and uh, <laughs> I was listening to one of his albums, and I was like. Uh, cool, dude, like, uh, let's check out another one. I was bending down, I was flipping through the others, and I was like, oh, dude, you've got Tom Petty. And I do have Tom Petty. Out, we threw it on, <clears throat> you know, played a few songs, and then while we were playing the songs, we were just looking at each other and talking about the album, and I was like, man, this dude is ugly as sin. If you look at that man, <laughs> he is just a heinous-looking man. But here's the thing.
1: Where do you think that gravelly yeah. voice came from, dude?
2: Exactly, all those years of bullying and That's him screaming. That signature
1: gravelly voice, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude. You have to admit, though, he he kept his voice for, for really until he died. Because when he had his Super Bowl show, halftime show, it was they killed it, fucking phenomenal.
0: He killed it. Unlike the Who, I'm <laughs> sorry, <laughs> they were they were a little How rusty. How old was he when he died? Sixty six. The poor guy. A
1: softie, man. Uh, How did he die? Well, what happened was, is he was doing their 40th anniversary tour in 2017, and uh, he ended up breaking his fucking femur during oh, one of the no. shows. And terrible to people pain in check. He was on like a drug cocktail that was like three or four different painkillers. <laughs> he, he got the dosing wrong, so and he overdosed.
2: Oh, that's wow. terrible! But, but
1: it's like the guy. The guy was like, "I can't quit while we're halfway through the tour." I want to finish the tour out. So the guy tried staying on pain meds so he can finish
2: the tour. He died died, doing what he loved. I'm going to take that back. Unlike, unlike, (laughs) who has the liver of the
1: gods, they actually did research on him. He's like, he won the genetic lottery. He has a liver. That's like the equivalent of like 20 adult men. So the amount of drugs he has taken should have killed him. But he just has a super liver, so that's why he's, you know, still alive, walking around.
2: Oh, well he was before he died. <laughs> did he
1: die recently? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know he passed. Fuck, I don't know. It's like every year, a bunch of random people I don't follow. You didn't know by. Tom
2: Petty died? I thought he did. I knew Tom Petty
1: died. I said Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, he's
2: oh. About- Ozzy. Oh, you're talking about Ozzy, Ozzy. <laughs> You're talking about Tom
1: Petty. I was well, I was talking about Tom Petty, uh, but then. Clayton made this sly remark about how of a <laughs> went out.
2: I'm like, well, not everyone's blessed to be Ozzy Osbourne with a little. Oh, life. we yeah, missed yeah. that. Yeah, I forgot Ozzy. Okay. I didn't catch that. I thought we were talking about Tom dying and then not dying and then.
1: No, no, I was. Come on, get it. You gotta...
2: Okay, yeah,
1: I'll
2: take I that. By okay. the way, Ozzy Osbourne, he's a Bro, good. Iron Maiden is in there. He's sevens. a good rockin'. So, would you consider that metal? What? That's metal, um, right? Ozzy yeah, or Black okay, two different things.
0: Uh, well, okay.
2: Oh, uh, tell me, Clayton. So, Ozzy Osbourne, right now, I mean, hell, he's singing with uh, he's singing in rap songs. Have you guys heard that song? Um, no, dude, there's... <laughs> no. no. <laughs> I haven't. Okay. He already I dated know. us. I really only know him from Black Sabbath. I don't know if he's still sick, Dude, Ozzy Osbourne sings with a prominent rapper. Stand by. I'm going to get this information. Post Malone. But uh, I love... Um... He sings a song oh, with wow. Post Good Malone. It's called Take What You Want. Folks, I recommend you check out this song, Take What You Want by Post Malone, featuring the Ozzy Osbourne. Back to the show. So, Black Sabbath definitely metal definitely but when when ozzy yeah that's what i'm referring to i could i think i see what you're saying i think when when ozzy decided to kind of break away from black sabbath for whatever reason I think maybe it was that bat he bit off its head at the uh, concert. I'm not sure. Maybe that upset him on a molecular level. But he broke away from them.
1: <laughs>
2: he was on drugs when he did yeah, that. Yeah, and too. then he started, you know, getting all soft and singing songs like, uh, "What's that mama song he sings?" Mama, mama I'm coming home. I'm coming <laughs> home. Pretty <home. laughs> good song. Like, it's not a bad song. Have-
1: you have a uh, you have a uh, not a rendition but um, like a remix of it, yeah. It has <laughs> like a bunch of like uh, <laughs> it has Osborne sound
0: bites in it. It's pretty funny to listen to.
1: <laughs> you need to send that to Clayton because <laughs> I don't know if
0: I have it. I don't have it, it's oh, on no. ads, like iPod. I
1: have it. Shit. That- got di-
0: it's from dad's music. Dad it had it.
1: dad? Oh, that's yeah. even funnier. I wonder how he came across that. Because that's like such a shit post of a song. It is. <laughs> because it's like, yeah, mom, I'm coming home going on the background. I'm like, Sharon!
2: Sharon,
0: what are you doing? It's pretty funny.
1: It <laughs> oh, please. Oh, in. would you like to come in for a cup of tea?
0: <laughs> Luke has a better chance of getting it than I do.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I am. I am logistically closer, so I can definitely uh, try and find that. Especially since i don't on Amazon Music anymore after the bastards changed the uh, subscription. Amazon Music.
0: What a bunch of jerks, bro!
2: What is Amazon? Dude, why, music? why would you <laughs> Amazon Music, bro? That's uh, well, because he already had Prime. He already had Prime. I had so.
1: Prime. It came with Prime, and it was basically oh, yeah. a. Free Spotify, mm-hmm. and then they decide to say, Oh, yeah, you know, those 4,000 songs you had saved for your playlist, and shit like that. Yeah, right. Oh, fuck you. You can't listen to that. You can, you can listen <laughs> to suggestions. And I'm like, You so just it's like up.
0: Pandora. Just like Pandora yeah, now. Just,
1: just like
2: Bro, Pandora. Who the fuck
0: still listens to Pandora, Pandora by the yeah, way? Yeah. Does anyone still. What, was,
2: what happened with that? People... Serious XM <laughs> is still trying hard. I just bought a car three months ago, right? Oh my gosh, yes Sirius XM, you know, satellite yes. radio, which is internet radio, right? Using satellites to pass the information. Yeah. And it's internet yeah, protocol. It's just like what why, man? I i have Bluetooth, this technology that I can connect my phone to my stereo and play my personal music. I don't want to listen to OxyClean's thirty thousandth commercial I've heard in my life. <laughs> no.
1: No, you'll get the you'll get the commercial from Spotify. I want to listen to Sham that.
2: Wow and how that guy got arrested for doing something sexual to someone. Yeah, <laughs> Dude,
1: uh-huh. he, yeah he is best salesman. <laughs> Did
2: he like sexually assault out. a a woman or something? Just something ridiculous. <laughs> he probably. God.
1: Oh my God. Anyways,
2: uh. Yeah.
1: Radio exactly. though, I I uh, it's it's funny because depending on whether or not I have my phone ready with music, which is I'm still in a period where I'm not because I'm lazy as fuck. And I haven't actually gotten my sounds downloaded on right. my phone. So I, I still listen to the radio Yo. and it's crazy to hear what are considered like, you know, the greatest hits uh, listening to the classic rock stations. And it's like, oh, yeah? man, it's you miss out on a lot of songs. I feel like the, the main hits only covers like maybe 5% at mm. best. Oh, of course. I feel like we're like even really now. You're in an era where like unless you have good friends where you still share music, you don't you don't really find the good music anymore. It's it's whatever has been I don't know propagated enough and splattered all over social media and whatnot. That's the only thing you hear. Uh, Or it got really popular because of one show. Fuck running up the hill from Stranger Things. I got sick and tired of hearing that song all the time for six months oh yeah
2: by that chick from anyways like, yeah it was the one hit wonder yeah. that made it i yeah. didn't I,
1: I didn't mind the song but because of the show everyone was singing it my fucking roommate it would just come up because it was an earworm for her i'm like fucking stop it wasn't even, that great of a song
0: i don't even <laughs> I think i've heard that song
2: me. Me. It's good. I, I, I won't... yeah it, it was i don't know I've
0: I mean, I don't know. I didn't watch Stranger Things. I watched, like, the first, what? like, three episodes.
1: I'm I'm what? actually surprised you haven't watched it. I what? thought you would have watched that as a guilty it's pleasure. Heck, yeah. How uh, yeah, are you?
0: I only got, like, three episodes in, and I just never
2: got.
1: I'm going to mm. tell you, season oh, one's great. It. Season two's all right. You can skip season three, and season four recovered. I think Wyatt's okay.
2: probably just going to skip thanks.
1: all of it. Well, no, don't say that. Okay. That or we might, you might watch it with dad because dad really liked it because you know it's reminiscing back in when he was that age, essentially. Cool.
2: I think that was the coolest but, um... part about watching that show was kind of watching it and then talking with your parents about it. And they're like, yeah, that's what life used to be like. It was pretty cool, and...
1: yeah. And it, it's, it's kind of part of it like that generational knowledge, generational exchange. And it's, it's something I've always been curious about. Do you think rock and roll will kind of be like classical and something we'll still listen to and like look at and study? You know the music, role writing, lyric, how how the guys came up with their lyrics. You know, hundred I mean, like years 100, from now,
0: hundred years from now, that's yeah. a tough
1: thing to compare to a lot of like. I just I don't know. Maybe oh, I'm curious. I'm, I'm I'm an old guy now, so it's like a lot of the new stuff that comes out, and it's like the popular stuff that you hear all the time, especially just pop music in general. It's it's gone to the point where it's all written by like the same three ghost writers in mm. terms of lyrics. And then in terms of the actual music part, it, I don't know. It's, a lot of it's so bland. It I'm curious like, though. I don't think it's going to last, but you know, everyone says that about like the popular music, right? Cause <clears> when, <throat> when rap came out, people are like, well, this is just a fad. It's, it's going to go away after 15 years. And it's, it's, it's bigger. It's the biggest it's ever been. So.
0: So I'm, I'm, I'm wondering the so the the classical music that you know we all know about today, yeah, was that music that was like the popular music in that period, well, or is that well, like a niche?
1: So what's funny about too? classical music is you, you you didn't really hear it too much unless they had a big orchestra that was sponsored mm-hmm. by a patron that would be open to the public. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, a lot of the music that wasn't like symphonies. We're usually small, small orchestras, like chamber orchestras, which are only like four to five people. Mm -hmm. And then you have a lot of maybe uh, piano music that could be done at a concert. But again.
0: And did they like write their own music? They did. Yeah. That's
1: that's why we that's why we consider, you know, Mozart such a child prodigy, because he he wrote his own symphony when he was like the age of six.
0: Yeah. Which is Um, like designed for like, what, 80 some instruments? Ridiculous
2: amount. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's like that's another thing, thing. You know, It's just, it's just the craft of having that kind of music theory in your head. And that's why I brought it at the beginning of the show where it was nice for Clayton to call out that, you know, folks that have the music classical music training, in this case it was mm. the jazz band and they do apply that to their music. I really think it elevates it over for someone sure. else that not, not to, not to their offense or to their detriment. They just didn't have the background, but they don't have as big of a toolbox per se. Right. I think having <laughs> a really big toolbox is you a lot right. of options. And
0: Exactly. Yeah. I agree. Um, but to answer your um original question, do you think there'll be music that people will be talking about 100 years from now? I really think um <clears> it's probably going to be that real I think there will be, but you know, it's it's hard to say what it's going to be, but I definitely think it's probably Going to be more that more probably longer pieces, you know, stuff that really, uh, you know, just something that I'm thinking of, and I'm just uh, thinking of this because uh, Clayton said it earlier, but I think an example could be something like, you know, "Stairway to Heaven," right? Like, just there's a lot going on with that song. However, it's not it's not too complicated, it's not too niche, it's it's a hugely popular song, so it's it's kind of rides that line of like. Ah, uh, complexity and deepness, but also general appeal. So I think those kinds of songs will be the ones people might be talking about, and uh, that can be any genre. You know, yeah, it, that can yeah. be rock. It can be pop. Well, I don't know if pop has like eight minute long songs, or I don't yeah. know. But I
2: digress. Okay, maybe digress? they do.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's almost like to your point that it's even against all odds that that still resonates with a lot of people. Cause you think about it, um, a lot of songs really, that were when the big radio era before we really had the Sony digital players, the Walkman's and whatnot, and, you know, really on demand music. Um, you had, you had to cut it down to three minutes or three minutes, 30 seconds mm-hmm. for, for your song. Cause you know, you know, uh, a lot of times that artists would put a lot of heart and soul into a song and then they'd have to cut it. Cause the record label said that's too long. People are going to lose interest. Suits, yeah. Bro. I,
2: and that, that, that's a good point you bring up. Luke. I think that goes to show the, the artists that stay true to themselves and stay true to their discography, you know, and their songs and the things they want to convey. Those are the guys that I think will be talked about hundreds of years from now. I, I really do. I mean, that's say Ozzy Osbourne was like this crazy, like talented guy, but he he oh, was it. the dude's in a rap song in 2020, 2019. I mean, the guy was singing Crazy Train in what the late nineties, early two thousands, and he's with Post Malone in a rap song. It's crazy.
1: But it's it's kind of funny to think though that the really. I guess foundational part of rock that came in the 40s and 50s, it's like, you know, we'll, we'll live to be around when that turns to be a century old, you know? So I guess we'll we'll kind of experience it and see how it is.
2: <laughs> if that oh, is yeah.
1: It. Uh, yeah, rock and roll, guys. I hope uh, this is a nice trip down memory lane for folks. It's always a fun, exciting genre to talk about for sure. And um fortunately it's a uh it's a genre that's so big there's you can generally someone can find a song they like from it.
0: Oh yeah, I'd I would say can't, so. I and, can't
1: say that about every genre.
0: Yeah, but you know. Uh dude, I literally just lost what I was saying. Dude, it's
2: all good, man. All brain all good. Uh-oh. Dude, maybe one day we can time travel back to this podcast. And then find out or, you know, essentially validate if we do discuss rock hundreds of years from now. We could, in theory.
1: Yeah. Yeah. As long as, long as the uh, magnetic poles don't shift on the world and <laughs> cause all electrons <laughs> to get fried. But we'll have, yeah. we'll have this say... We're, We're going to delete
0: all the hard drives in the cloud server. So
1: remember, folks, get records and get books.
2: You don't have to worry about and it. throw your laptop exactly. in the ocean.
1: Go yeah.
0: analog. Go analog.
2: <laughs> don't listen Shred to this your podcast social anymore. Social security number. Shred it. Get rid of it. It's all a concept.
0: Yeah. Go <laughs> off
2: the grid. Why would you need it? You just, you just need to remember <laughs> the numbers, silly. <laughs> You're at risk. Take it from me, card. folks. Just get rid of yeah. everything tying you to the outside world it's really going to benefit you just invest in gold. If you haven't been doing it now, you should
1: start. (laughs) All
0: right. And with that note, with that note, (laughs) yeah, Clayton, it's been been a pleasure. Luke, it's always, it's always a good time. Oh yeah. We'll definitely, we'll definitely have you back on. And, uh, but.
1: Yeah, we're we're doing good with our guests. They've all enjoyed being here. So oh, nobody's uh, to to. cut off
0: all contact <laughs> with us yet. So,
1: well, if that yeah. happens, I'll have to say, uh, come shake the hand of a great man. It'll make you feel better. <laughs> thanks, yeah.
2: Lou, Thanks, Wyatt. And thanks to you for listening.
0: Yeah, and thank you, the listener. And with that, the rising suns are now setting.